And welcome to Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Wayne Shepard sitting alongside Ed Cannon, who is president and CEO of FEBC. And Ed, good to be with you again. Always a pleasure, Wayne. You know, we have a long history of ministry in the Philippines. That's right. Actually, uh, the first place that FEBC started our broadcasting was in China, and that was our goal. But Shortly after we got on the ground there, uh, the Chinese Communist Revolution disrupted that strategy. Mm-hmm. And Bob Bowman and our team moved to Manila in the Philippines. And we've had a great run of success in that country ever since, which brings to mind our guest today. We yes. have with us one of my dear friends, Dan Andrew Cura. Dan, why don't, for our listeners, we uh, we would love to just give them sort of a brief overview of what FEBC in the Philippines looks like, and what's your radio ministry there, and how are you reaching the people of the Philippines with the gospel? Well, um, as you very well know, I mean, in FEBC Philippines, we've got uh, two major sections, and uh, the first, uh, of course, is reaching our uh, local uh, Philippine audience. And so with that, we've got 13 local radio stations all the way from the north of the Philippines, which is in Luzon in the middle of the Philippines, in the Visayas, and then in Mindanao down south. So all 13 stations kind of working together to reach uh, almost uh, by this time around uh, uh, 29 to 30 heart languages and people groups that we're trying to reach. So that continues on in the terrestrial type of broadcast. The other part of that would be our shortwave broadcast to Southeast Asia, and a large part of it is China. And that's through about 43 different languages into Southeast Asia on two shortwave sites, one in Bukawi in Bulacan and the other one in Iba in Zambales uh, with uh, 100 kilowatt uh, shortwave um, uh, stations going out uh, or signals going out to Southeast Asia. So uh, so we continue to still uh, uh, go to the heart of FEBC, which is still the heart languages. So heart languages in Southeast Asia and heart languages in the Philippines. Now, apart from the uh, present uh, 13 radio stations, we also have different uh, um, social media platforms. Uh, We have merged and, in a sense, converged with uh, uh, YouTube. So many of our stations, uh, not all of them yet at this time, we've got low-powered FMs that are not yet connected, but most of our 13 uh, stations in different ways are already on YouTube, and some of them are on Facebook. And we've also developed uh, several apps. We've got one app for uh, all the radio stations, which is streaming. Uh, it's called FEBCPH Stream, if you need to download an app. And then at the same time, we have another uh, platform that we're using for overseas Filipino workers. I think this is something uh, that uh, the Philippines has been known for. We've been distributing uh, Filipino workers around the world, and we're trying to reach them as well, be being part of that people group, using Pinoy Connection, or in a sense, Filipino Connection for all our uh, Filipino countrymen in different parts of the world. So, so we're trying to use all of these different elements. And then another, um, another app is for young people called uh, uh, Right Now, Right Now. And it's, uh, it's really for, uh, for, for young people. I, I, I know our listeners are sitting here listening with amazement, Dan, at all the different things that you just laid out here. I know in, I am. In a, <laughs> that is in amazing. Yeah. It doesn't surprise me at all, knowing 
the energy and enthusiasm that the whole Philippines team under Dan's leadership have been providing for a number of years. And Wayne, you might remember uh, a number of years ago, you and I went to Manila to visit Dan, mm-hmm. and they were having what they called a listener gathering. Yes. Now, Wayne and I are familiar with listener gatherings here in the U.S. when we work together at Moody Radio, and we would think it was a wonderful success if we'd get 100 people to show up <laughs> right, yeah. at a shopping center and we'd give out donuts and Don Cole would be there. <laughs> but, Wayne, when you and I showed up there with Dan in the Philippines, do you remember the— <laughs> I'll never forget it. No, there were thousands. Dan, we had a soccer stadium that day, remember? And yeah, there was 3,500 or so listeners that showed up. And from was, all over the Philippines. From all and over many the had traveled great distance to be there. That's right. And it poured down rain and they didn't care. They were getting wet. That's right. yeah, yeah. They were having a great time. This is typical <laughs> of, of Dan's ministry in FEBC, the Philippines. Yeah. It's continuing to grow and uh, it's just mm-hmm. a wonderful opportunity. Yeah. Dan, how do you account for the bond that you have with the listeners there? I mean, I know it goes back a long ways in history, but just talk about the special connection you have with the people of the Philippines. I, I think the bond really is the fact that there is an impact that is created by the broadcast, uh, the the programs that are being aired, because um, uh, Filipinos are. Uh, I mean, we we attach ourselves to those things and concepts and people that touch our own lives. And I think when FEBC Philippines decided to do. Uh, counseling programs, programs for mothers, programs during disasters. Uh, I think uh, that kind of uh, galvanized a relationship that tells our own people in their own languages that we care for you and uh, that the Lord cares for you because there are people who love the Lord that wants to reach out to you. Right. And that had uh, uh, given a great impact into their lives. Yeah, I have said my whole career in radio, Dan and Ed, that radio is a relationship. And you've just described it so well for what's happening there in your country. It's amazing. And maybe just to just to add very quickly, that relationship, I mean, because, because I mean, we've been running 75 years now. And, uh, you know, when you hear that my great-grandparent was listening to your station mm. way back mm. in the uh, mm. in the fifties and the sixties, and now I'm the uh, granddaughter, or the great granddaughter, and I continue to listen, and now my children are listening. It's it's generational. It's it's just amazing. You know, Dan, I love hearing that, and I'm sure uh, that might be a surprise to some of the people that are listening to this podcast today. However, this is consistent with FEBC's strategy back to our founder. One of the phrases that was coined by our founder was FEBC wants to be close to the listener. And so that means being networked with the local community churches or bodies of believers and having our people, our radio hosts and staff out amongst the people. We don't just sit behind the microphone at FEBC, but they're out amongst the people. And I've attended a number of gatherings in the Philippines, Dan, and you have bands and families and food and celebration, and it's really a connection, as Wayne's talking about. It's being part of the community. It's being close to the listener. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dan, the, uh, your country has a, 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 such a mixture of cultures. Uh, I don't think people uh, outside of your country know this, understand this uh, to a large extent, but talk about uh, ministering to such a large population who's very diverse. Yeah. I mean, uh, first and foremost, just to give people an idea, the country of the Philippines has about 180 different people groups. 
and uh, represented by 180 different languages and dialects. And so it really becomes uh, an amazing challenge uh, trying to reach these people. But I think uh, where uh, FEBC, and not only here in the Philippines, but uh, FEBC worldwide, I think what makes us unique is the fact that we don't, uh, we from Manila don't broadcast to people in the provinces. We let their own local people to reach their own people. Mm. That really makes it uh, a big difference because uh, you know the culture, you know the language, you know the heart. And I think that it, that, that has been the greatest uh, a strategy, if you, may, if you may even call it that, a direction from uh, our founders that it should be the local people who are reaching their own people. And I think that makes it really very unique. So it's not somebody from Manila just tell somebody for, to in Mindanao, this is what you're supposed to do. No, it's somebody from Mindanao. It's somebody from Coronadal, uh, somebody from uh, Zamboanga who's talking to somebody in Zamboanga. Mm. Makes a whole lot, lot of mm. difference. Yeah, and understanding a little bit about the Philippines, I think, Dan, if you could express to the audience, it's not just differences of languages, but the culture in Mindanao, which is very heavily Muslim, is very, very different from Zambagua or very, very different from the people that you're broadcasting to in Manila. That's true. That's very true. Um, uh, each province ha- has their own nuance. And when you go down down south in Mindanao, um, and, and it's not only just uh, uh, the Muslim population, you also have uh, what we call the Lumads or the indigenous peoples. So that's a, another another whole culture altogether. So just going from one region to another uh, will bring you to another culture. And even within the uh, the uh, indigenous cultures and the Muslim cultures, so you go from Maranao, which is a people group, and then you go to the Maguindanaos, which is another people group, and then you've got the Blaans, which is another people group, just within range of one another. So, so it is really very amazing. But because we have a Blaan speaker, we have a Maranao speaker, and we have a Maguindanaoan speaker, they're able to reach their people in their own way. But because they're from their province, then they know exactly what to say and how to say it yeah. in the proper way to reach them with the message of Jesus Christ. Dan, that was a fascinating description in a short period of time for our listeners to understand the variation and the diversity of the cultures. Just listening to the way you're pronouncing those names <laughs> was a lesson for us here in the United States. And I, I have to say, the FEBC in the Philippines, under your leadership, Dan, has made a tremendous progress in reaching the people of your country with the gospel. But now we want to shift gears just a little bit. One of the things I want our audience to hear from you today, Dan, is your deep knowledge of the long history of FEBC. Uh, We had a gathering of young leaders where we're building into the lives of these FEBC young leaders uh, the talents needed to lead big ministries into the future. And Dan gave a segment of presentation there on the history of FEBC, who we are, how we started, what we've done. Could you give a little synopsis here today, Dan, for our listeners about what you taught our young folks that day? Um, well, first and foremost, I'm just, uh, I think, just at the right time and the crossroads of the, uh, in a sense, the the back, back room of FEBC through uh, years past, because I was able to still reach Bob Bowman when he was alive mm, and get to mm, talk to him. Mm. And then at the same time, seeing new people come in. So that's really an opportunity. So uh, basically what, what we did was 
we saw a piece of document, which was the opening brochure of FEBC way back in the 1940s mm-hmm. when, uh, when they opened. And we just went through each part of that brochure. Number one, it said that uh, this is going to be uh, uh, funded by different organizations. In a sense, it's going to be a cooperative effort. It's not just FEBC. And the way that we started, we started, FEBC started with the, um, with the donor list coming from the Haven of Rest where Bob Bowman used to sing. So that <laughs> kind of partnership, I mean, and you know, in the United States, donor lists are very oh, yeah. important. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, but they didn't keep it close to their chest. They gave it to FEBC, uh, to be able to Bob Bowman to help FEBC. So just to start, partnership was very much intrinsic in FEBC. And then second, it said there that the locals will be the ones who will start the radio station. So Bob Bowman, John Broger went to the Philippines and to other areas, started the station, the local leadership, and then that uh, began into that. So that's part of the original document that we had. The third one is that we will reach their people groups. So in a sense, using the heart language, using the heart language. And so that's what we've been carrying, uh, not translations, but rather real people of that people group and that language speaking the Word of God. Mm. And then thirdly, integrity. There was an accounting in that document, in that brochure, of how much and who are responsible for these funds that will be going out. So that just in case you want to ask Athol, Bob Bowman and John Broger and all the names that were listed on that on that brochure. And then finally, it said there that it's going to start small and it's going to move forward little by little. I mean, I remember, uh, Ed, you were there when uh, just a few days before uh, our founder, Bob Bowman, uh, uh, came to be with the Lord. And uh, I remember him saying, if I only knew 70 years back that it was going to be this big, I probably would not have said yes. (laughs) (laughs) So it was really an amazing challenge. Yeah, Yeah. that is so helpful to hear, Dan. I love it. I love hearing the history of how God has moved through the generations and through the decades to raise up this ministry. Uh, Dan, we're going to talk again, but I I, I do want to ask you before we let you go one, one question, and that is, is there a key part of the gospel that you have found unlocks a Filipino heart? Is there just a central truth that you keep proclaiming there? I think uh, there is something that is at the heart of FEBC uh, in the Philippines, but I think it is FEBC as a whole. It really comes from Romans chapter 10, when it says there that how will they know if they cannot hear? And, uh, and, uh, and the hearing is the, is, is, the, is the beginning, hearing the word of God. And then it says there, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. And yet we know for a fact that there are people who are on the ground that are not able to penetrate uh, uh, political areas, uh, areas of difficulty, areas of danger. But then if you go further, Romans 10, it also says there that a, a, a quotation from Isaiah, that their voices have gone out into all the earth. And I think that's exactly what we're doing in broadcast. And I think when 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 people hear what we are doing through radio and through now through social media and the internet, and yeah. people are able to hear, yeah. I think that's the one that grabs their attention to realize that 
uh, this God that we serve uses technology, uses mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. uses their language to mm-hmm. be able to touch their hearts mm-hmm. in a true and impactful way. Yeah, so true, Dan. And I do recall, thanks for reminding me that you and I had the opportunity to sit at the foot of uh, Dr. Bowman when he was on his deathbed and the excitement and enthusiasm he had that day when he was hearing about all the things. And then a few weeks yeah. later, when we spoke at his at his memorial service, we read those very words that you just quoted from Romans chapter 10. And the final message we said at his funeral was, their voice has gone out into all the earth and their words to the end of the world. Amen. And Dan, you and the Philippines have uh, exemplified those early strategies of FEBC using indigenous leaders broadcasting in the native language so that people can best understand the gospel. So it's a pleasure of mine, brother, to serve with you shoulder to shoulder with FEBC and hopefully many, many years to come. Thanks a lot for being with us today. And um, I'll see you again soon, just in a couple of weeks at the 75th anniversary celebration of the first broadcast going out in the Philippines. That's right. And my heart goes the same way to you, Ed, and to you, Wayne, and through to, to all those that have helped the work of, of, of FEBC. Dan Andrew Cura, our former national director in the Philippines, member of the board there for FEBC and a member of our executive committee, our international committee. And Dan, we love you. God bless you. Thanks for staying up late for us for having this conversation. Anytime, anytime. God bless you. Right. God bless, right. Dan. Bye-bye. Thank you, Ed, for bringing Dan to us today. And we're going to wrap it up now. But thanks for listening to Until All Have Heard. And of course, if you'd like additional information, it is on the website. There's information there about specifically our ministry in the Philippines. Go to febc.org. I love those apps that Dan talked about as well. Yeah, yeah that's great, right. Great new ministry. All right. Thank you all. Until All Have Heard is a production of the Far East Broadcasting Company.